watching 1973's Don't Look Now, directed by Nicholas Rove, who also directed another film that we'd previously seen, The Witches. This is very, very different from that. Yeah, uh, and by the way, we didn't watch this one with the kids. (laughs) No, it's just you and I. Um, This tells the story of a couple who, unfortunately, their daughter drowns while they're nearby, and the, 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 the film seems to pick up a few months later where the husband has taken a job in restoring an old church in Venice, and, and he brought his wife along. And he brought and his wife along, and they let their their other child, their son, just go to a boarding school. So, I don't know. As you can tell, the Mister is not a fan of this film. Yeah, the the motivations of these people and the behavior of these people, the, actually, the behavior of everybody in this movie is just so bizarre and clunky and just i can't imagine anybody in the world acting this way ever and the performances are just weird there's just so much weird stuff going on in this movie (laughs) what did you think of the story was it believable was it not believable performances aside I guess this is a study. I mean, it's not really a horror movie. It's more of a thriller, I guess, or a suspense movie. Um, It does get put on a lot of lists of movies that are emulated and copied and I guess maybe revered is too too much of a word, but in that vein, um, other people have felt influenced by. And I can see a lot of those elements in this film. I, I can see that. I mean, I, I've seen other sort of Italian horror films, and there were certain elements that uh, felt very were, similar. Were familiar, yeah. Um, and I could see how, if you're like a real film studies geek, that you, you might like really get a thrill out of this because there's a lot of. You could see the uh, the director was. I don't know what's what's the word I'm trying to go for, but he was really trying to. Do something artsy. To do something more with this story. To do something more artsy. And, and I, I went to film school. I, I, I went to the film studies classes. And that my experiences in film studies classes made me not like movies for a while. Because <laughs> it was just everybody trying to figure out what's the most... Uh, lofty lofty interpretation. Who could say the biggest word. Who could find what the hidden meanings were. And to me, I just... I, I want to enjoy a film. I want to enjoy the story. And if there's some meaning behind it that, that affects me and, and I enjoy it. And, or it makes me think. That's a bonus. But... When it comes down to it, I want to be entertained by a movie. And there was so much weird stuff going on. It, it, any sort of entertainment was clouded behind that. It just got to the point where I'm like half the half way through half half of the movie. I'm just sort of like, what the hell was that? What is going <laughs> on in this thing? Why did this scene happen? Did happen at all? What What are these people doing? Why are they even they should still be mourning. Oh, and and what the hell is this guy doing in Italy? And, and <laughs> <laughs> what is the purpose of the priest? Why does the priest, the bishop, just not give a, a fuck? Doesn't, about give a, doesn't give a shit about anything. 
you could see he doesn't care. This guy's like, Donald Sutherland's like, oh, you know, this, we, the, the, this part of the church is falling apart and the foundation needs this. And the, the priest, is, or the bishop's just, care. the bishop's just like, yes, uh, I'll see you on Thursday. You know, <laughs> that's it. That was, that was it. And it was, then at the end, suddenly, like, he wakes up at a certain point in the movie where something's going on. Like, oh, maybe he has an important role to play. No, he doesn't. The bishop could have been out of the film. He could have been just like, oh, I spoke to the bishop and he said, thumbs up on those tiles. That was another thing. When he gives them the little mosaic tiles to like see, okay, will these new mosaic tiles match the old ones? And and like there's this whole big scene and a big production and, and Donald Sutherland almost dies and the tiles get splattered all over the floor. And the priest, after the whole... All this crazy chaos goes down. The priest just is like, eh, and he just walks away. <laughs> a man almost died, and the priest was just like, eh, yeah, whatever, whatever. Well, yeah. they did have a moment afterwards when like, they take the walk, and he's like, my dad died from a fall too. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you'd think he'd be more invested in seeing this guy survive, but he was just like, eh, you know, it was like Garfield on a Monday. He just didn't care. <laughs> as much as you I mean I'm uh, it, it's one of those movies that I'd never seen that I'd always been curious about I have seen other films by Nicholas Rogue, so I was curious as to what this was and it does appear in a lot of film lists about movies that are influential and stuff so I think that was where more where I was coming from with this film I again I didn't dislike it as much as you I did have there were some problematic elements to it that I couldn't wrap myself my head around I think the strangeness of the people in the or the film the way they acted like the, chief of, like the chief of what, police what the or that guy that whatever that guy was like that was very weird and it took me out of the story the ability to not understand fully what all the Italians were saying was also a little jarring but I think it was supposed to be I think you're supposed to kind of be a fish out of water in those instances where you're just like, you don't know what's going on. That was another thing I didn't get. Donald Sutherland could speak, speak Italian. Speak Italian, yeah. And so then there, there was a scene, scene where he, he's he, he goes, he the goes there after his wife, yeah. and he's, stand, he's standing outside the, the, the hotel room of the two psychics, and some guy comes out of his room, and he's just like, Kiskiche, or something, whatever he says in That's Italian. That's French. I don't know. Excuse <laughs> whatever. I don't know. Yeah, it's gonna cheat me. But he starts saying, and, and Donald Southern just goes English, English, English. Yes, which was weird. And then another was, guy comes out, and he's like, you know, he's, and it's weird because he is proficient. I mean, he's yeah. very proficient he's in the working, restaurant. He's working he's with an entire crew of Italian guys who don't speak a lick of English. Yeah. He's speaking yeah. to the to the bishop. He, he's everybody. He, he, I mean, he's not the greatest Italian speaker in the world, yes. but he clearly understands what a guy coming out of his door and saying, what the hell are you doing in this hallway, would be saying. saying. Right, right, exactly. So, yeah, so the, yeah, there were little <laughs> things like that that were strange. I also kept turning to you at some points in the film, like, why are the streets so damn empty? 
Yeah. That also put me off. Well, that, I that, like, I, that, that I actually didn't mind so much because that if you if there was anything in the film that was somewhat scary, I mean, I know this 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 is the term and this is this categorized as suspense horror was the fact that there were parts of Venice where it was weird where they're walking around and they're lost. Him and uh, John Sutherland and his wife, they're completely lost. And they're just like walking around these like little narrow alleyways and, and whatnots. And, and then you suddenly, some guy will be in a window just going, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then there'll be like a little red, the red coat person scurrying in the distance. Yeah. And, but and only he sees it. Only. I don't think, I don't think you ever see Julie I, Christie notice. I don't it. think Julie, yeah, she never, but it was there, but she yes. never, she, yes. she, at that point she had already walked away and then he saw the little thing and then for some reason he was just like stroking that rock going, I've been here before. Yeah. What the hell was that? Was that part of his psychic powers maybe, or something? Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I mean, the sister, who's the, the clairvoyant was Heather. The other one was Heather. Wendy. Heather, yeah. Heather kept saying that he had the gift of second sight. <laughs> God. <laughs> during the seance during the seance she's just like mashing her tits she's just like what was that you're an old you're like you're at the age where I don't want to see you mashing your tits stop it stop it just mashing her tits and wailing and it was just like what is going on yeah there was a lot of weirdness in this movie Again, oh god the I sex don't... scene <laughs> there... we are not even God, what the... That. Um, and prior to the sex scene, it was just like, for Christ's sake, put some clothes on. <laughs> yes. she, like, I kept thinking, I was like, oh, I really don't want to see Donald Sutherland jump. Yeah, Julie Krista goes to take a bath, and then suddenly Donald Sutherland is just butt naked, and he's walking around, and it's just... And the lady comes with the towel. Yeah, the lady. He's just he, he, yeah, he leaves the bathroom after brushing his teeth, and he's still butt naked. <laughs> And he just sits down, and then the, there's a knock on the door, and his butt naked wife is like, "Come on in!" And the the the, the maid comes. Well, no, in. she had the she had the foresight to wear a towel. Well, she or... wasn't even in the room. Yeah, that's true. And he's just sitting there looking at pictures naked. I don't know. I, I can't work nude. I, I, when I when I sit down to work, I have, I'm at least wearing a pair of underwear. You see Donald Sutherland's skinny ass. You know what? <laughs> He's probably comfortable in his nakedness. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah, then, we didn't even that's get followed, to the... That's followed with the, that's... The, the longest sex scene I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> this went on forever. And what the hell... Like, there's a part in the sex scene where Donald Sutherland is just doing this crazy thing where he's, like, trying to shove his arm behind Julie Christie's head... While he's fucking her. And it's just like, what are you doing? What the hell is this guy doing? It was like he was going to give her a DDT or something. <laughs> Maybe that's a thing. I, I don't, don't know. Yeah. Hey, it was the 70s. I yes, don't know. exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, oh, so, yes. I think you pretty much summed up the kind of long sex scene in this movie uh it was still weird to watch because and it, like why would and it was made even longer by the fact that they for some reason they were cutting the sex scene with, with the scenes future. of them getting dressed and going out, out to, to dinner. dinner yeah 
Yeah. I, I, there was a lot of choices in this that were very strange. But I guess, I mean, I could see where um, this is looked at as kind of an artsy kind of film in a more horrific slash suspenseful, suspenseful tone. I feel like there are elements in this film that have carried over and influenced other directors. The kind of frenetic pacing the strange cutting of inc- of instances where you don't know if you're in the past or the present or the future. I, um, the use of color. I think at one point I turned to you, the use of the color red is like a unifying element here. In, in several instances, in the yeah. first scene, Christine's wearing all red. She's wearing like a red raincoat and a red sweater and a red skirt and red tights. She has a red and white ball. Uh, later in the movie, the little dwarf person is wearing the, a similar red, not exactly the same, but like a yeah, wool, like a, a, little, a red wool coat. Yeah. Um, Julie Christie has these red boots. Um, there was a scene where she, after she faints in the restaurant and she's in the hospital, there's a child also playing with a red and white ball. So I feel like the color red is important. And it's interesting because it made me think of The Sixth Sense where you know, the I color thought this, red... I thought the same thing too. I thought maybe this was one of those influences or yeah. something. I mean, it could be. I mean, I don't know. I haven't deep dived into that. But it, I, it's it's interesting that it's like this one unifying element and in this, in this case, the use of color and how it threaded through the story and is supposed to call your attention, whether it's important or not, I'm not sure. Obviously, yeah, the sixth that, sense. It's more of an important plot it, it's or more, story it's, device. There, there's more of a like a, a a focus on it when certain things are happening. Whereas in this, you did see red, but it and wasn't was, as and like and like you you're like, am I associating this with death? Am I associating this with danger? But then there were other times when you just see red. Like I remember, he was walking down the street, and there was just like a red pair of pajamas hanging from a clothesline. Right. And I'm like, oh, something's going to happen. There's also the motif of glass, right? When glass the sun, breaking. Glass yeah. breaking, right? The, the sun, like, cracking he's that rolled, glass yeah, he as he's... over a window pane. Yeah, when he's riding his bike. The glass breaking in that scene in the church with Donald Sutherland. Don't want to give out too much away in case people want to be watch this and be surprised if they haven't seen it. If you have seen it, then... Um, I'm sure you have your own interpretations and thoughts and feelings about this movie. I, too, was a little... I mean, I don't regret watching it. I feel like I never need to see this again. I don't... I, it wasn't the worst movie. It wasn't the best movie. Uh, I feel like I'm glad I got it out of my system. Like I said, it was one of those things that was always on a list of movies that are influential. I was always curious, having also been a film student... Um, it's always interesting to see like the genesis of other filmmakers kind of work styles. So there was a lot here. I, I Yeah, I th- I think this this film is like good for like a, a sort of a deep analysis of like I don't know, possible storytelling techniques that that I don't know, may may have influenced stuff in the future, but yeah. Uh, entertaining it is not. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I mean, it was okay. It wasn't. And, and I know we're doing all this for Halloween or, or October, and we're steering towards horror films. This really is not. Yeah, it, even it's remote, not really even a remotely frightening yeah. or, or a horror. I mean, there's there's a there's a subplot with a serial killer in, it. and it it does 
Inter- intersect with the main story of the couple, but in such a kind of like, secondary it, it's way. Almost like an, yeah, it's almost like an yeah, it's almost accidental kind yeah. of. It's it, it's it really doesn't. I mean, it's it's a uh, they connect at at some point. Yeah, and it's just a, a it, the it's like that, and then that's the end of the connection, and you'll you see oh okay that makes oh that's why he saw that. Okay, yeah. that's why he's had that premonition. Yes. And I guess that's the, supposed to be the gotcha moment, but it really was not satisfying for me. Or uh, Yeah. The, this If you want a scary movie for Halloween, don't this watch this. Yeah. yeah. Don't watch this. <laughs> I mean, if you're curious about film and breaking down movies and... and, and you like asking the question, why? Yes, then this is for you. But uh, as far as like horror, suspense, eh, it's just okay. I feel like I've seen better 70s English slash Italian movies that that are better than this. I can't think of anything off the top of my head right now, but I feel like there's other ones that are better. The 70s and 80s were like a goldmine for horror movies. I feel like there was a lot of it going on. And yeah, I mean... I could see where people borrow from each other different influences and, and different little techniques and stuff. So, I mean, in that respect, if you're like a student of film, definitely check it out. If you're not, you might give it a pass. If you were going to give it a number from 1 to 10, what would you say? Uh, I would give it a 4. A 4? Interesting. I did not enjoy this. If, if like, like not really scary horror films are your thing or if you're really into overly long sex scenes with <laughs> lots of bony white asses they're both those two are skinny those yeah. two and like it's funny because she's like oh you're getting a little pudger in the middle I'm like and I'm where? Like, Donald Sutherland's getting some pudger from Donald Sutherland from the 70s he's getting pudger in the middle he looked he looked like a scarecrow yeah scarecrow made of milk <laughs> So if that's, I, if that's your thing, then good for you. But for me, this this was not not a not pleasant fun. experience. Yeah. This, is, this is a four. Is All a four. right. Well, you know what? I would give it a six. It wasn't it wasn't the worst thing I've seen. It wasn't the best thing I've seen. But I think I would give it a six. It wasn't. Again, I, I feel like I've seen it. I've exercised it out of my system. I don't ever need to see this again. I was always curious about this film. I like Nicholas Rogue. I like some of his other works. I listened to him in interviews and stuff. Enjoyed the witches. Enjoyed the witches, which is so different than this. It's only seven years later, I think, and it's like night and day. And it's funny because it's. I'm I'm glad you brought that up because another thing as I'm watching this, and I don't know if you do this, but sometimes when I'm watching a film, especially from somebody who has a long career, Mm -hmm. I always try to like kind of connect the dots like oh what is it about this film that's very similar to this other film that he did in a different point in time or this other film like you could do that a lot with like maybe somebody like Scorsese where I feel like the narrative is very very similar and the look of movies is very very similar right but something like this like this was definitely way different and I don't know if it's like the 70s because like you always mentioned everything seems so urine tinged in the seventies, yeah. um, because even the look of the of the witches. Yeah, I think it's just even like the, though it the looks film, old. The film stock they used, or whatever they used to preserve films from the seventies, has not 
aged well. It's not aged well, so a lot of stuff that came out of the 70s. It's just it seems like a lot. Well. And for some reason, it always has like Donald Sutherland or Elliot Gould in it. <laughs> always just looks so like grimy. Yeah, like like seriously, it looks like it was stored in a bucket of pee. <laughs> we should do for October speaking of Donald Sutherland we should see if we could find the 70s version of Invasion of the Body Snatchers that wasn't a bad movie I think I mean I haven't seen I, I, it in probably 20 years but <laughs> I just remember seeing that as a kid with my parent or well, well, my mom you saw it in the movies? I saw it in the theater at the Kingsway and uh, shout out to the Kingsway, Kingsway. Yeah, no longer there it's now Walgreens <laughs> and uh, the only thing I remember was the ending there was the ending, <laughs> which is yes, and, amazing, and also uh, the dog with the man's head on it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course, of course. And that my mom hated it. My mom hated it. She really? was just like, "That was so stupid." <laughs> <laughs> I was too young to form an opinion. I mean, God, when did that come out? That was seventy something. Yeah, I was probably like. I remember I had just come back from the dentist when I saw it. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's kind of an interesting yeah. after. I come to the, went to the dentist and I was like, oh, you can't eat yet. Let's go to the movies. So I went to the movies and then after. 1978. God damn. Uh, so I, was, I was five. Wow. <laughs> what the hell am I seeing an invasion of the body <laughs> So we saw that and then I think we got Chinese food. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the first time I saw it. I don't remember if I saw it in the theater, but I'm sure I've seen it multiple times, like on Channel 11, like a Saturday I've, I, yeah, or something. Yeah, I've, I've seen it more on TV. Than, yeah. I remember more of it from TV. Yeah, like, yeah, because as you get older, right? Really, the, the striking things were Donald Sutherland's weird scream at the end. Yeah. The dog with the human head on it. I remember being frightened of it. Of that I movie. Was, I was too young. I, honestly, I had no idea what the hell was going on. Yeah. I really had no clue. I think I was like, that That was when I, I'm at the age where you're just like, the best the part of the theater, unless it was like a cartoon or something, and I had to go to the movies, it was just basically crawling around on the floor. Trying <sighs> to not well, you know, it's funny, even as a small child, and kids are rambunctious and full of energy, I, to me, like, theater or movie theaters were like church. It was like sacred space. Again, I'm such a, I'm such a huge fan of storytelling that I will sit through movies, even if they're just complete excrement, because I'm just, I'm so invested in stuff. Like, it's funny, the a running joke that I have with my husband is that I think we were just married? I think we were living at 511 and um, there was a TV movie called London Bridge with the ever illuminating David Hasselhoff and it was the made for TV movie and it was on and I was watching it and then we had to go somewhere yeah I think we were meeting one of your friends or, or something. something I can't remember and to this day to this day my husband and I have been together almost 20 years or we have been together 20 years but whatever to this day it still bothers me that I don't know how that movie ended. I'm going to make a guess, and I'm going to say that David Hasselhoff kills Jack the Ripper in an unspectacular fashion by pushing him off London Bridge. You could be right. I, I, you bet, know I bet that's exactly how it ends. 
Yeah, maybe, maybe. But uh, it still bothers me. I still bring it up to this day. It, I feel incomplete as a person because I don't know how that movie ends. No, I'm the same way. When I sit down for a movie, I'll, I'll, I'll want to sit through the whole thing and just watch the whole thing. Yes, even if you're, even, even if you hate it. Because it's if, like, yeah. I feel like I've invested so much time I've in this. I've invested so much time. Unless I got to see it yeah. all the way through. Unless it's like painfully bad. And then I'll give... But that's all. But if I've started from the beginning, I'll generally sit there. But if I come in on something and I'm like, the film is like 15 minutes in, it's sort of like that's my out. I'm like, oh well, I didn't see it from the beginning. I don't, yeah. I, I, my commitment isn't you know 100. percent I think I've only fallen asleep at the movies that one time that you and I went to see that uh, Willem Dafoe movie, Nosferatu. Oh, Nosferatu. Yeah. I yeah. usually try not to fall asleep at the movie theaters. I, at home, I remember it's anybody's we, game. When we saw the BFG, I forced myself to fall asleep because it was so terrible. It really was. Yeah. It really, really was. I, I, I still, I still scratch my head about that movie. No, we're going off oh, on we're tangents going off here. Tangents. Sorry. Uh, so uh, that's it from us. A four and a six. Yeah. You figure it out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I say skip it. Yes, I, I too would unless say you, Unless you want to see really awkward sex scenes. Yes, that, that might be in that some people's wheelhouse too. Yeah. So you might learn. If that's a, the thing you want to do, maybe you'll learn a, a new maneuver from Donald Sutherland. <laughs> But, uh, that really was bizarre. And the thing that's even more funny about it, when they revisited the sex scene in like that sort of like flashback at the very end of the yeah, film, yeah. that move was Is the one that they showed. Displayed, yes. That was the one that it they showed. It did look like a wrestling move. What? I'm like, what is going on here? Who does that with their arm? I don't know. <laughs> it's indescribable. You, maybe you should see it just to see what the hell this guy's doing with his arm. Why is it behind her head? <laughs> uh, it it's yeah okay. <laughs> That's it for That's us. That's it for us. Yep. Good night. Good night. <laughs>